We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friend, and welcome to your bonus episode. Today is a special episode exclusively for you, my amazing podcast listener. I'm so excited to share. I wanted to share the replay of my most recent masterclass, the Re-Envision Quest and Goal Reflection, in case you heard about it and you couldn't attend or you want to spend a little time reflecting, evaluating where you're at and re-envisioning your 2022, the rest of the year. We're almost at that halfway point to the year. So this is a beautiful opportunity to dive into this work, spend time looking at what you've accomplished so far and recalibrating. You might need to make some tiny adjustments to your goals for the year. And this is a beautiful invitation to do so. So in this episode, I walk you through a reflective practice on your 2022 goals. I help you get super clear on just one goal you're going to go all in for, for the rest of the year. We identify any obstacles or roadblocks in your way so you can build a strategic strategy to overcome those hurdles and take aligned action towards the life you want to live. So towards the end, we'll do a quick little visualization so you can imagine yourself at the end of the year accomplishing this goal, and then you'll create a plan of action to finish the year strong. Now, this one is very, very effective if you're not driving. So I would suggest listening to this episode when you're not in your car, make sure you have a notebook, a pen, and you're in a distraction-free space so you can really take in this episode to the fullest. All right, my friend, enjoy. I cannot wait to hear how this goes. Okay, we are up and running. Well, thank you all so much for being here. I'm so excited. And thank you for giving me an excuse to put on makeup and actually get ready for the first time in a long time. Uh, Just being at my house, it feels really good to do that. Um, so thank you all for, for that as well. So we celebrated some wins and, you know, wins can be big and wins can be small and kind of like what Sunny had said, like she had this one opportunity and it didn't work out, you know, like that could have been considered, you know, a failure quote unquote, but then it turned into something even better. And that's the kind of stuff we love, right? Like when those opportunities don't work out the way we think they are, it always ends up working out way better than we ever could have imagined. So I love to hear that. Um, okay. So we are going to go through kind of the layout of today's workshop. This is one of my favorite things to work on with myself and my clients and coming back from maternity leave. I was just like, I want to do something like this for myself. And I was like, well, why not do this in community? And it's just a fun way to hold ourselves accountable with each other and just have an honest look at where we're at and the direction that we want to go. I keep looking over in my corner uh, because I see my vision board, which I did a workshop, a vision board workshop and a goal setting workshop in January, which seems like a lifetime ago. It seems so long ago, uh, but now being almost the middle of the year, I keep looking at that. I'm like, it is the perfect time to recalibrate for the rest of 2022. So what we're going to do today is walk through 
a process that will help you get a bird's eye view of where you're at. And then if you don't love where you're at, it gives you an opportunity to redirect where you want to go. So we'll start with a little reflection and an evaluation, and then we're going to re-envision our 2022, and then we're going to create a plan of action. Now, this is created whether you have goals that are in like that you have determined right now, or if you don't have goals, Um, it can work both ways. So I'll be speaking to both. Um, But the most important thing as we get started is there is absolutely no shame. We have no judgment. Like if you a haven't set a goal for 2022 yet, or you like kind of had an idea, but you never created a plan. That's okay. If you're not exactly where you want to be, that's okay. This is a judgment free zone. I want you to take off any hat of judgment, right? We are so hard on ourselves and I want you to invite in some compassion and love and curiosity because when we get to the reevaluation and we're like trying to figure out where we're at and where we want to go, our instinct is to be like, why aren't you there yet? Like I knew you couldn't do it. And we just bring in this like negative voice. And I just want you to be curious and compassionate as we go through this process. Now, if you're already like following your goals and you love checking things off your list and you're just here to get re-inspired or create a new goal, that's amazing too. There is something for you for everyone. So I just want to thank you all for your time, right? Like time is the most precious resource that we have. I'm learning that now more than ever with having a baby. Uh, So I just want to thank you for being here and spending time with me today. So if you have any questions, I'm going to kind of save them for like in between um, each section. But if you have a question, you can type it in the chat and I'll go back to it. I also want to use the chat for us to like connect you know, we've all been on Zoom calls for the past two years, right? We've had a lot of meetings on Zoom and I found that like participation makes these calls so much more enjoyable. So I know some of you are on your phone, some are on your computer, uh, but if you can engage in the chat box, share your findings, share anything that's come up, ask questions. And of course, you're so welcome, Sunny. And try to limit the distractions. I know how hard it is to turn off the phone or put it on do not disturb or put it in a drawer, but dedicate this time for you. This is so precious, like just to have the opportunity and the space to do this. So if you can limit those distractions, because nothing is worse than getting a ping from someone or something that totally throws us off. And then it's hard for us to reconnect. So there are seven months left of 2022. That is so much time. Like you can, there's two types of people. One that's like, oh my God, there's not enough time to do anything. So I might as well give up. Raise your hand if that, like, if you identify with that, or you can use the little, um, you know, they have the reaction emojis on here. I don't know. I don't see it on mine, but like, if that resonates with you, if you're like, oh no, there is just not enough time. Or you could be the type of person that's like, oh my gosh, seven months. That is more than enough time. And it doesn't matter which one you identify with because we probably dance between both. I know I have, I know I've been in the space of like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to get this all done. And that's coming from a place of scarcity and lack. And there's a lot of that, you know, we all experience that feeling, but then I also have moments of like, oh my gosh, there is so much time. Like you can actually get so much done in one month when you really get a clear um, path to what you want. Um, imagine what you can do in seven months. So by the time you work through this process and look at your goals, yeah, definitely bounce between both. Um, it'll almost be that halfway point. Like June is the halfway point of the year, which is wild. So just know that if you want to come from abundance, know that there is so 
much time. So a lot of times, you know, when we're setting goals, sometimes we set goals that are either really easy and we just kind of blow them off because they don't stretch us. They're likely to happen. And other times we set goals that are just so big beyond our reach and we don't break them down that we give up on them after the first month. So we're going to recalibrate, make sure you are on the right track and by right track, I mean, right track for you, not based off of what society tells us that we're supposed to do. Like this is for you and this is personal to you. And then you're going to make any necessary adjustments that you need to make because that's how this works. Typically, if you set a goal, that's going to stretch you, you're going to have detours. You're going to have failures. If you're going to, you're going to find tons of roadblocks and that is okay. That means that you're actually on the right track, even though it doesn't even though it might not feel that at times, my goal for you is by the end of 2022, you look back at this moment and you blow your own mind of what you were able to accomplish in the next seven months. Sound good. Okay. So if you are, if you identify as a high achiever, then you probably already been thinking about the goals that you want to achieve for the year. Um, and if you don't, that is totally fine because we are going to get this like micro clarity on just one goal. We're not going to get too blown away by like multiple goals. Like sometimes people like to choose goals in these different um, buckets of their, you know, life, which is great. But I want you to focus on that one big goal that you can go all in on. I know a lot of times people are like, no, but I have all of these things. And I'm like, well, if you're not taking action on any of them, why not make it easier for you to just focus on one thing? Because those other things, I promise you, will either be a byproduct of the big thing or you'll be able to come back to that goal at the end of the year. Like they're not going anywhere. So we're just going to get super clear on one. Okay. So in the chat box, we're just going to start with this little icebreaker of just like where you're at, meet yourself where you're at right now. So this year has been blank today. I feel blank. I want to feel the second half of this year fill in the blank. And then I'm refreshing my mind by, so take a moment here to just fill in these blanks, because this is really going to help you meet yourself where you're at. So take a moment. You don't, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. I want you to just kind of fill this in quickly because that first initial gut is, is the answer. So go ahead, put it in the chat. Yes. So this year has been, oh, is it not, can we not see it? Oh, here we go. Okay. You can see it. Okay. Good. This year has been blank today. I feel blank. I want to feel the second half of this year blank. I'm refreshing my mind by this year has been stressful today. I feel relieved. I want to feel in control for the second half of the year. I'm refreshing my mind by going to the dog park. Yes. Love that, Christina. And isn't that just like that simple, like check-in, right? It's just kind of having a moment with yourself to be like, all right, what's going on? And knowing that you are in control of how you're going to feel the second half of the year. You're totally in control of that experience. It just takes daily practices. It takes a little bit of conscious work, but you are in control. And that is the best news ever, right? Because sometimes we just feel like we're just 
the passenger of our life, but we actually can take the driver's seat. This year has been stressful today. I feel energized. I want the second half of the year to feel proud of myself. I'm refreshing my mind by spending it with high vibe people. Yes. So good. Right. It's like, there's, there's that common theme of stress. Like who else has started the year feeling a little stressed out and you know, there's nothing wrong with stress, but when it's like our constant state, our body, our nervous system is in fight or flight. So it's good to like have that opportunity to recalibrate, check in, and then redirect how you want to feel the rest of the year. Um, love this. This year has been phenomenal today. I feel balanced. I want the second half to feel energetic. Awesome. And I'm refreshing my mind with meditation. So good, Natalie. I love that. It's been phenomenal. This year has been wild and full of growth. I can like hear you saying that, Aaron. I can like hear your voice. Um, today, I feel proud. I want to feel the second half of your balance. I'm refreshing my mind by making more time for myself. Yes, love to hear it. And so this is just going to kind of help you get in line with your goals. So feel free to keep adding that in the chat. I'm going to keep moving on. Um, but thank you for those that shared. And everyone, I want you to do this, write this in your journal, because that, that, last part of like how I want to feel and how I'm refreshing my mind. You want to check in with that on the reg. You don't want it to just be this cute little thing that we did in this workshop. Like this is a daily practice. Um, Sierra wild, tired, but excited is done on purpose, not just on cruise. In addition to meditation, my practice. So you want to have the second half of the year on purpose right? Not just on autopilot on cruise. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So put that somewhere where you can visit it. If you have a journal that you use, if you don't have a journal, great opportunity to start with your journal. Uh, but this is just so important as you move through the rest of 2022. It's like even weird for me to say 2022. Sometimes I still feel like I'm in 2021. I'm like, what? And we're almost done with 2022. What's happening? Uh, okay. So now we're going to start with our reflection. So this, again, we're taking off any judgment. I know. And, and listen, you might have thoughts of judgment right away. And that's totally normal. That is how our brain functions. We are like always trying to protect ourselves. And a lot of times that voice comes in the tone of judgment and recognize it. You can acknowledge it like, hi, I see you, but then invite in that compassion and curiosity. Okay. So we are going to reflect and evaluate. So if you have your goals with you, great. Um, if you don't great. So for, for those that don't have any like goals defined yet for the, for the year or for the rest of the year, let's say you've already reached a goal and you want to set a new one. So if you are, if you are just choosing a goal, I want you to just pick one that's inspiring and important for you to complete by the end of 2022. You can write down like your top three and just kind of choose the one that you know is most connected to your heart. And we're going to do a practice next to really help you anchor in that. If you already have your goals for 2022, look at them and choose one. So there's kind of both going on here. So if you have a bunch or you kind of have like ideas of what you want to accomplish and you haven't quite defined it, this is the perfect opportunity to do so. So I want you to write down your goal. Okay. I know we can keep a lot of things up here in our noggin, but there is something very, very, very powerful from head 
to hand to heart to paper. Don't type it. I know it's very tempting to keep everything digital, which I love digital life. Like, thank God for computers. Um, but that hand to or head to hand connection has a deep power in it. It's like a direct line into your consciousness that, and there's like some statistic that you're 42% more likely to achieve your goal. If you write it down, like just by doing that alone, um, you know, that in and of itself makes it so powerful because it's keeping it top of mind. So you have your goal, write it down. We're going to do the honor system, but I really can't urge you enough to write down that goal. So this I think is the most important part. And I'll probably say that multiple times because all of it's important, but the motivation behind your goal is everything. So a written goal states what you want to achieve. And that's important, right? But there's another component that is vital and it's understanding your why my favorite book is goal consistency. Is that too vague? Yeah, we're going to want it to be, and we'll get to that part where it's more specific and measurable, but we do want your goal to be specific and measurable. That's half of the reason. That's one of the biggest obstacles that we face with um, goal setting is it's not, um, specific enough because our brain, like when something's vague, our brain's like, yeah, that makes sense. And then we just don't do it. We have to give our brain something to focus on. Um, if you're, (laughs) you've been a client of mine and you've heard me say this before, but, and now that I have a child, this makes a lot more sense because their brain is pure primitive, our primitive brain. It's like a unsupervised toddler or baby. (laughs) Like it's just going to run around, like do its own thing. So like goals are like, hi, I'm going to give you something to focus on, but the more specific you are, the better off you'll be. That is thanks for Christina. That's perfect. So to achieve any goal, especially the one that requires sustained effort, you must get crystal clear on the motivation. So the way that I like to do this is ask myself, why do I want to achieve a goal at least five times? Um, you know, you can spend as much time. I'm going to send you the slides after. So you'll kind of have the slides as like a journal prompt to like really, um, to revisit. And you can also rewatch the, the replay of this. So you just want to understand why, because it's connected to your heart center because the infusion of goals with this energy, in the beginning is great, but then over time, if it's not super anchored in your heart, you're just going to fall off. And I know we've all been there. We've all said goals. That is just, I call them look good goals that we think we're supposed to do. There's nothing wrong with those, but they, they usually fall off. And then the problem with that is not that the goal falls off, but it's us beating ourselves up for not achieving it. And then we kind of lose this trust with ourselves. So if you don't stick with a goal that doesn't resonate with your deepest desires, you won't go through the mess of like making it happen no matter what, right? Because there is a messy, a very messy middle between implementing and achieving. It is so messy. And if it's not messy, then the goal isn't stretching you enough. So we've all set really big, scary goals. Like I know you're here because you are achievers and you do enjoy setting goals. Um, and you know that that like space in between setting the goal, implementing the steps and achieving it is a mess, but that's, that's the fun part. You know, we have this like belief that it's supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to help us evolve. That's the purpose of setting a goal is how can I become more of who I want to be in this world? That's why we do it. Not to just like 
check it off a list and be like, look at all these things. Like it's really to become more of who we are meant to be and who we want to be. So writing down now, like what's your why? And you can come back when this workshop is done and, and explore it a little bit deeper. Like, I really want you to spend time with that. Why and visit that why every single day. Right. So, you know, when you allow yourself to be motivated intrinsically, it's going to shift how you show up for yourself, which ultimately how you show up for your goals. Any questions about that? No. Okay. So list your motivations under that goal and like, you'll feel it right. Like when you're really like excited about a goal and like, it kind of makes you uncomfortable or you feel like you want to throw up a little bit. That's how, you know, you're on the right track. Anyone have a goal that's like made them like, like a little bit like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, whoo, got to do that little gut check, but it's the best. That's how I like whenever I'm working with a client and they're just like, I feel like I want to throw up. I'm like, yes, that is the goal. We are on the right track. <laughs> Aaron knows what I'm talking about. Um, Sierra knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. So remember no judgment here. We're bringing in curiosity. Where are you right now and what you've accomplished so far? You know, our relationship with the word accomplish is like, can be very distorted. It honestly just means like, what actions have you taken towards your goal? <laughs> like, that's it. It doesn't mean anything about your worth or like you being good enough. You are good enough. Uh, it's just a matter of like, what steps have you taken? Now get curious. Are you as far along as you'd like to be? And if you feel like you haven't accomplished much, well, we're going to make a plan for that. So is there any way that you can measure how far you've come? And again, if you feel judgment, if you feel embarrassed or shame, like I want you to just be okay with that emotion, knowing that it has nothing to do with you and your ability to reach goals. Like those are just emotions that come up, especially when it comes to goal setting. Um, so be curious if you haven't taken steps or you're not exactly like ask yourself why. You know, like, just like you would talk to a friend, someone that you love, like if someone that you love was like, came to you and you're like, I really need your help. This is the goal that I want to reach. I really want to run a marathon, but like, I hate even putting on my tennis shoes. Like you wouldn't be like, oh my God, you're such a loser. You can't even put on your tennis shoes. Right. Absolutely not. You would be like, oh my gosh, tell me more. Why? Right. Like you would have compassion for them. It's like, that's so interesting. They don't even want to put on their tennis shoes, but they want to run a marathon. What's the disconnect? If you can talk to yourself with that love and compassion, you will be amazed at what you'll discover and how you can move forward. So it's almost like you're befriending that little voice. That's like kind of mean. And you're like, Hey, how can we get on the same page here and figure out like, why, why am I blocked? So this is going to help you examine your progress and that's it. Like so neutral, like these are the facts. This is the goal that I want to accomplish. And these are the steps I have or haven't taken. Now, the other part of this is if you have just set a goal, you can explore why you're setting it now, right? Like if you haven't taken any steps because you just decided what you want the goal to be, you can explore why, why didn't I set, why didn't I clearly define my goals at the beginning of the year? And again, curiosity, 
curiosity is what did my niece say? My niece is 10. And what did she say? Like curiosity makes you smarter or something like, like she said something very, she has a lot of very um, <laughs> like Buddha moments. Um, but she was like walking into school and said something about like how curiosity is like the best thing. And I was like, you're so right. Like we're so quick to judge. I know brain is so she's very profound. She has a lot of these like rain isms. We call them raindrops. That's my niece's name. She just drops these little knowledge bombs on us. And we're like, you are so wise young child. Anyway, I digress. Um, so this next part is for you. If you haven't taken any action, we want to explore why, right? One of my favorite things about goal setting is running into the obstacles, running into the roadblocks. I know she's the cutest running into the roadblocks, the things that get in the way, because when you can a point out the things that get in the way or anticipate the things that get in the way, they actually become the way because you plan for the obstacle, right? Like, let's say going back to the marathon example, you want to run a marathon, but you're going out of town. And that means you're going to have to run on your vacation but there's no gym, right? Like you have to start thinking about those things ahead of time. And then you're like, oh, look, there's a running path right next to our hotel, whatever it is. Great. Now I'm going to set these little mini milestones to run two times a week while we're there. Something like that. So now you're anticipating what could get in the way. Now you also can look at like, what's hard about my goal? What has gotten in the way? Because this literally becomes the way. So when we look at the obstacles, you know, we want to do more of what's working, but then we really want to focus on what's not working. And I mean, focus in that need strap. Yes. You're welcome, Christina. You'll, you'll get the replay tomorrow. So make sure you watch it. Okay. So you Obviously what's working, celebrate that, like give yourself a high five. You want to do more of that, right? We don't want to stop what's working, but what's not working is the magic sauce. Like, why do I keep running into this roadblock? It's like, oh, I hate my running shoes. Well, maybe you need new running shoes. Huh? Okay. Maybe I'll go. Maybe my shoes don't, aren't right for my feet. Maybe I'll go to the running den and try on new shoes. Talk to an expert see if I can get a pair that like fit with my feet. You know, when we look at what's not working, all of a sudden, all of this possibility opens up. This is the opportunity you have to shift your goal and make the necessary steps, the adjustment and adjust the necessary steps to finish 2022 strong right here. This is the magic sauce. What's not working. What's hard. What's getting in the way. So we turn these obstacles, the problem, right? Like this is the problem. And then you're going to write out how you're going to handle it. That's the strategy. So I want to give you a little time to really do this because this <laughs> people never want to do this because it hurt. It doesn't feel good, right? Like we feel like frustrated or we're just like, Oh, I just don't want to do it. It feels hard, but that's the sign, right? Like when you feel a resistance in your body, you feel yourself contracting. It's just because your brain is telling you something that's making that reaction in your body. So see if you can soften a little bit, see if you can relax your shoulders and just breathe, right? Like look at this from a neutral place. You're just pulling out the facts. You're just seeing the obstacles. And like, sometimes there are legit obstacles. There are legit excuses that like 
sometimes might be beyond our control. But again, when you're thinking outside of that space, you can create the strategy around it. So two main obstacles, um, and this is to Christina's question um, earlier, unclear outcomes. If we don't have a clear outcome, it's like we have no target to go through. It's kind of just like you're just going. You don't actually know the direction, like what that end goal is going to be like. And then the other main obstacle is working on too many things at once. Who here is like, gets like um, uh, shiny object syndrome and like wants to do another thing is like, oh my God, that's so great. I want to do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like, I'm going to do all these things at once. I'm so guilty of this um, because I, <laughs> all of the things, I get so excited. Um, but then if I don't have the necessary things in place, it is so easy for me to fall off those goals. So take another couple minutes here to write down what is hard about your goal. Like what's the problem? And then underneath it, how you'll handle it. So as you're doing, I'll kind of give some other examples. Okay. So if follow through is your problem, right. And let's say you have like group text messages that interrupt you throughout the day. Maybe the strategy is putting your phone on airplane mode or turning off your phone completely when you're focusing on your goal. Um, you know, like that in and of itself can, you can make huge strides. So another challenge could be, and I run into this often is I don't think ahead for lunch. And then when it comes time to have lunch, I like spend way too much time trying to figure out what I'm going to have. Like the, the decision fatigue is real if I didn't prepare for lunch. So the solution is meal prepping right? Like preparation on Sunday. So then you have your nourishing food and you can just grab that at lunchtime. Like nothing makes me happier when I have food prepared. Um, the other day, I don't know if you all have had kava yet. It's like a Mediterranean chipotle. It's so good. Um, but it's really big. The bowl's really big. So I only had half and I saved the rest for the, for Monday. And I was like, oh, what am I going to have for lunch? And I like open the fridge and it's just sitting there. And my, I literally was so freaking happy. <laughs> I know the leftovers are the best because it was just, it, it was the best thing. I was like, oh, my past self was thinking of my future self. But it's just like those little strategies make the biggest difference. So look and brainstorm. And this obviously, hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm late. Oh my gosh. Don't <laughs> apologize. This is recorded. So you'll be able to watch the first half. I'll catch you up. We have a goal, one goal that you're focusing on for the rest of the year. And right now we're focusing on what's hard about the goal. What are the obstacles that have been getting in the way of achieving the goal? If you don't have a goal that's been defined for the year, you can choose one that you want for the rest of the year. Biggest thing is making sure that it's specific and measurable. Like you want to have it be a clear outcome. Okay. And you can, you'll get the replay and you can start from the beginning too. So don't apologize. I'm just glad you're here. Um, okay. So is anyone getting 
Anyone getting stuck? Shit. So I have a question. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Um, so my goal is specific and measurable. Perfect. Um, the problem and solution, I think, are more mindset things. Does Great. that make sense? Like those aren't really like the problem and how I'll handle it isn't like as clear cut as yeah. something measurable. Totally. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you for bringing that up, Sierra. Um, a lot of the, a lot of our obstacles are ourself. <laughs> like a lot of it is our mindset. Um, that's just how it goes. So the strategy would be meditating daily or journaling or something that like really helps you get that mindset. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because sometimes the strategy can be tangible, but a lot of times it's intangible because the truth is we are the ones that stand in our way. <laughs> sometimes there are actual obstacles for sure. Um, but the majority of the time, right. And I also think the other challenge with this is like, we have such a, um, we have such an interesting relationship with failure right. And making mistakes. Like we're like sometimes too afraid to admit if we've failed, I got five. Um, now I just need to implement. Um, perfect. That's great. Yeah. And you'll spend time with that after Natalie is like going through and like, like making the strategies, um, tangible and putting it on your calendar, but I'll get to that soon. But a lot of times we have a hard time admitting that we are, you know, quote unquote failing or have made a mistake, but the failure, like messing up, running into obstacles is actually a very important part of the process. And like, that's the missing ingredient. A lot of times is like, we don't fail on purpose to like learn and, and grow. Like every time we fail at, you know, something towards our goal, we, we have an opportunity to actually learn from it. And it gets us there in a, like in a much bigger way than if we avoid failing altogether. Cause a lot of times we're so afraid to fail or make a mistake or run into an obstacle that we're like, you know what, we're just not even going to do the goal, which is ironic because then we're just failing ahead of time. <laughs> so it's like, no matter what failing is there. So if we change the relationship with failures and making mistakes and running into obstacles, you, there's nothing you can't do truly. Any questions about obstacles to strategy? Avoiding failure is the only true failure. Yep. Failure is learning. And I like, I remember when I was starting in my like personal development journey, I remember my, my mentor like telling me to even just like remove failure and just say learning. But I have found that like, it's just changing our relationship with the word failure. Failure is just a word. It's how we think about it is what makes the, the reaction. So um, like now when I think of failure, I'm like, oh, it's just a learning. Sometimes it doesn't feel good, but like it is an awesome opportunity to grow every single time. I always like, it's an invitation. Okay, cool. So these are some more journal prompts and when you go back through this and you have the slides, like digging deeper into this is going to make a huge difference. Like what's the payoff to making this happen, right? Like how is reaching this goal going to help every area of your life? That's why we set goals. Like, how is this going to impact me? How is this going to impact my family, my community, right? Like if we just set low hanging fruit, like just goals, just because Honestly, I think it's a waste of time because it's not helping us evolve in any way. And it honestly just like, it doesn't feel great as after you reach it, you get to the goal and you're like, okay, 
like what's next? Like there's no real true fulfillment from that. So spending time after you go through this process to reflect on what the payoff is. Amazing. Okay. So this is the fun part because now we're going to tap into your big, beautiful, amazing brain, your imagination. So your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and a desire. Visualization is like known across the board of like one of the high achieving success tools. Athletes use it, um, you know, business women, use it. I mean, we like, we, we visualize actually a lot without realizing it, but you know, when we're children, we have a huge imagination and it feels real. It doesn't like until an adult says that's not real. We honestly think that our, like what we've created in our mind is real. So it's important that we continue to tap into that power that we hold. It just becomes a little bit more challenging when you don't practice it regularly. So I have a whole practice. That's like an actual, like guided meditation visualization it's a long process. So I'm going to walk you through kind of a mini version, especially if you are new to the visualization um, world, but really all that it is, is using your senses to tap into the desires that you have. So we're going to activate your senses. We're going to bring you to a place that's familiar that you can envision yourself after you've reached the goal. And we're going to really just like drop in. The biggest thing that I can offer you when you get into this place of visualization is to have no expectations. Sometimes you see things, sometimes you don't, sometimes it's more of a feeling. Sometimes it's more just like shapes and colors. If you go through this and I walk you through it and you're totally blocked, that's okay too. Because a lot of times we have this resistance to it and it just takes a couple of times to actually drop into your body and allow your brain to just have fun. Like, explore what it could be like when you reach this goal at the end of the year. Our emotions drive action. Thoughts create how we feel. Feelings create emotion. So when we understand the mind emotion connection, your actions are going to happen because of the emotion that you have generated with your mind. So if you're kind of like borrowing from your future self, you're like, hi, future self, what, like, what do we need to feel in order to get to where you are? And she will give you an amazing insight. She is that little like intuition, that voice you hear that's like, do it. You've got this, you know, like there's nothing that you can't do like that, like little whisper, that is your highest self. That's your future self, just guiding you where you want to go. So we're just going to drop into this, um, this mini visualization. And I like to call this like a mental rehearsal. Like we're just going to pretend like you've already reached this goal. So first I want to make sure everyone has a goal in mind. Anyone stuck or need help? No. Okay. So go ahead and you can, um, you can close your screen if you want to just like fully drop in. Um, you can leave it open as well. And you're just going to get comfy for the next few moments. So do what you need to do. Um, if anything is going to distract you, just move that away for the time being, but you're just going to go ahead and take a deep breath in through your nose and then exhale, let it go. 
Another big inhale. And then exhale. Another big deep breath in through your nose. And then exhale. As you exhale, relax your shoulders, just letting go of any tension that you're holding in your body. And keeping your eyes closed. Seeing if you can soften your jaw, your shoulders, your fingers, your toes, any place that likes to feel tight, holding stress from your day, from your week. So I want you to imagine that you are sitting at your kitchen table and you're drinking your favorite morning beverage. What does it smell like? What's the temperature? I want you to think about the changes you want to make and imagine you have already made them. You're drinking your favorite beverage at the end of the year. What's different about you? Taking a deep breath, noticing any sensations or sounds around you. How do you solve problems differently? As you sip on your morning beverage, notice the taste. Is it sweet? Is it bitter? Just notice what it tastes like as you soak in the feeling of accomplishing your goal. How do you show up differently? What are people saying about you? What are you saying about yourself? How does it feel to reach your goal? So take a moment 
to soak in this feeling. And when you're ready, take another deep breath in and then exhale, let something go. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes and write down anything that came up. How did you show up differently? How do you handle problems differently? Like what is different about you at the end of the year when you reach this goal? And we're going to continue to connect with our future self because you are going to write a letter from your future self. So from that re-envisioning yourself at your coffee or at your, your kitchen table, drinking your favorite morning beverage, your future self gave you just some golden nuggets for you to know. And I want you to really listen to that intuition. So whatever flows to you is meant to flow to you. So if something comes to you and you're like, no, that's stupid. That's your future. That's your present self trying to protect you. (laughs) So notice if that happens and then just write it anyway, because what's the worst thing that happens? It does like really, truly, if you have like this crazy idea or something that came to you of like what you want or what you would need to start doing, write it down. There's a reason why it came to you. So we're going to take the next couple minutes here to write a letter from your future self. So from the, the version of you that is, was sitting at that table feeling so proud and so excited and whatever else she was feeling, write dear blank, put your name. So dear Sierra or dear Jenny, right? This is what I want you to know. This is what I want you to know in order to get to where I am. So what would they tell you to start doing? What would they tell you to stop doing? And what else might they say? You know, one of my favorite questions that my coach introduced to me is like, what am I an example of? And that hasn't rung more true to me than after having Ellie. Um, She's only been on this earth for, for two and a half months. Um, But I come back to that question every day. Like, what do I want to be an example of? for her. Like, how can I show up for myself so she can learn through me doing, not me telling her. And that just like always is such a good check-in for me of like, what do I want to be known for? And it doesn't have to be on like a big scale. It can be something really simple that is true and connected to your heart. So I want you to really think about that question of like, what are you an example of in 2022? So I'm going to turn back on some journaling music so you can jam out because this is such a fun process and I don't want you to skip over this. So we are going to take the next like eight minutes or so to write this. And if you feel blocked, that's totally normal. Just sit with it for a minute. Like have fun, have fun with this future version of yourself. She's going to guide you. Any questions? No. Okay. Well then let's, let's do it. Okay.
Okay, you're gonna have a couple more minutes. All right, friends, start rapid, rapid. So good. Okay, so now we have reflected, we have evaluated, you have spent time thinking about your obstacles and the strategies. You got to hang out with your future self for a moment. Um, and now we're going to come up with your plan of action. We're going to take all of this information because we just gained such great information and data. Um, plans are my love language. <laughs> yes. I was saying that spreadsheets are now my love language. Thanks to Erin, because she is a spreadsheet goddess. I'm like, I never thought I'd say that. Um, spreadsheets are definitely Brian's love language, but anyways, so this is kind of the layout for, not kind of, this is the layout for the action plan. We're going to do a gut check. We're going to check in with this goal, make sure like, okay, it's doable, but it's still going to stretch you, right? Like, it's like, you're not saying something like I'm going to go cl climb Mount Everest by the end of the year. Um, but maybe like, I'm going to climb Camelback by the end of the year, you know, like something that's like going to stretch you, but still, um, within reason. Um, and then we're going to take action. You're going to create your action plan. You're going to schedule it because if, if you hang out with me or listen to me often, like if it's not scheduled, it is not getting done. And I can attest to that in the season that I'm in right now. Um, and then we're going to find a way of how you're going to track your progress. And then we're going to talk about saying yes to less. So that's kind of the action plan checklist. I need to stop saying kind of, because that is, <laughs> that is the checklist. So first let's do a gut check. You want to set yourself up for success, not, not stress right? Like how can you make sure that this goal is bold, but it's still doable, like within reason, like it's going to stretch you, but you're also like, it's, it's possible within the time frame that you want to achieve it by, because, you know, we're going to kind of break down into little like milestones, like little smaller digestible action steps towards the big goal. So you might have a really big goal. Like maybe it is to hike Mount Everest or hike climb Mount Everest one day, you know, you would have to break that down into such small, like manageable chunks, because if you just instantly are like, I'm going to go climb Everest, your brain's gonna be like, no, you're not. 
And then you're just like, okay, fine. You're right. So we want to like break things down. It could start with like smaller hikes and training hikes and hiking the grand Canyon. And then you can work your way up to Everest. I don't know why that's the um, example that's in my brain, but that's it. So first you want to write down three reasons why you know that you can successfully follow through on this goal. That's going to be your gut check is like, what are the reasons why? And it can be connected to your why it's most likely going to be connected or aligned to your why, but why can you follow through? Why do you know that you can follow through? Because that's going to be very important. And if you're looking at your goal and you're like, you know what? This might not be doable by the end of the year. See how you can break that down into a smaller, more manageable chunk. If you need help with that, um, raise your hand because I can help you do that. Um, But it's kind of one of those things where you look at like the big thing. And then when you break it down into smaller chunks, it seems much more digestible. Okay. So looking at your goal, make sure that it is specific make sure that it's measurable and achievable. So now we're going to write down action steps. Now your action steps will most likely be bigger than five. You can look at your strategies from the obstacles to strategy page and use those as your action step. Um, But I want you to write down at least five concrete action steps you can take. I don't want you to worry about being ready or prepared enough because that is the ultimate killer of your dreams being ready. Like no one is really ever ready. Like you just have to take a step and then you take another step and then you take another step. Don't worry about it. You don't have to be super prepared to do it. You just have to take action. So by creating just these five concrete action steps, you're going to gain momentum. So if your, if your goal has something to do with like paying off debt, one action step could be like, looking at my finances, scheduling time weekly to, um, look at our bank statements or like where we can save or, you know, whatever it is, you can break it down into much more reasonable chunks. Um, I watched the recording of course. So good to see you. Okay. So write down your five action steps and like you don't have to overthink it because they need to be small because you're going to gain momentum with these action steps. So when you take consistent action, you'll be amazed at how much easier it is to reach the goal. When you just keep taking action, you keep showing up, whether or not it gets you the exact result you want, it's still moving you forward. Like it's still movement. That's what you want. You want to just keep moving forward. Cool. Okay. So now you are going to schedule it. We got to put it on the calendar. We're overcoming any problems in advance. Use the strategies as the action steps. So right now, as we're here, whether you calendar digitally or um, in a paper plan or whatever it is, um, I want you to put at least one or two action steps in your calendar. Maybe right now you just put um, a space of placeholder to add your goals to your calendar. That counts too. Um, Maybe you add a um, section where you review your goals every single, like where you review your goals every day or every week. Um, It's completely up to you. There's no right or wrong way to do this other than not doing it. It is kind of a tedious task to schedule these action steps, but I'm telling you, if it's not scheduled, it is not getting done. 
there is so much so much proof to back when you have a specific goal and you have specific action steps, you are way more likely to reach that when you know exactly when you're going to work on that goal. So the first step here is scheduling what the action step is. And then the second step is where you're going to do the set action step. So if you are working on a fitness goal or something of that sort, it could be scheduling it to be at the gym or scheduling it to be running outside, like be specific on where you are um, scheduling your action steps. So take that action right now. We're just going to check off this one piece, this easy piece, right? Schedule the action steps on your calendar. After this workshop, you can absolutely go back in and like be more specific and color coordinated and do whatever it is that makes your heart happy. But just the step, the momentum of going in and scheduling it is going to be a game changer for you. Now, I will forewarn you that when the task comes up on your calendar, let's say you want to write a book and you're going to schedule to write every morning for 90 minutes. I will tell you that as soon as that reminder comes up on your calendar, your brain, the toddler, the toddler brain is going to say, I don't want to do it. I want to do something easy. That is normal. I think a lot of times that happens is we have this resistance and we're just like, you know what? You're right. Resistance. I shouldn't do this right now. And then we don't do it. And then we fall into this negative spiral thinking, and then we don't move forward. Um, so just know when that happens, that you'll hear my little voice in your head being like, oh, this is what Brittany was talking about. This is normal. I want you to treat these action steps in your calendar like a non-negotiable. You wouldn't miss a meeting with your boss, right? Like there's just, it's just not gonna happen. Like boss, all of a sudden puts a meeting on your calendar. All of a sudden, everything else that you had planned during that time, it doesn't exist because your boss put it on your calendar, right? You are the boss. You are the CEO of your life. I'll say that again because it's really important to, to remember this. You are the CEO. You are the boss of your life. So if you blow off these appointments with yourself, you are sending yourself a message that you don't matter. And it's way more subliminal than that. It doesn't feel like that right away, but oh, CEO, yeah, you are. So I just want you to remember that these are non-negotiables the way that you wouldn't miss a hair appointment. God knows I get that hair appointment on my calendar. I am not missing that. I block off hours for that thing. (laughs) So remember that when you go in to schedule these action steps and you make them clear outcomes, it's like when that comes up, you're going to feel the resistance. You're going to be like, hi, resistance. I see you. And I'm just going to do it anyway. Because the payoff is so much bigger, right? Like the payoff is so much bigger than that temporary, like satisfaction, the temporary dopamine hit of not doing it, doing something easier, scrolling on social media, deleting emails, whatever it is that we rather do in that moment, do the damn thing. Cool. I can't stress that enough. Okay. So in your scheduling it and like focusing on your goal, I want you to focus on time keys, not willpower. And what do I mean by time key? 
a time key is a time frame of when you're going to be working on your goal. So there's two types of goals, right? There's the habit goal, which is something that you do, you know, a couple times a week or daily. You want to specify the time when you will do that action and the duration of the habit. And then an achievement goal is the start and completion date. So the more challenging your goal is, the more likely that it you won't follow through. And that's because we rely way too much on willpower to achieve the goal. Here's the thing about willpower. It is a limited resource. Our our willpower is kind of like a battery that like we have really high willpower in the morning. That's why working out in the morning is so much easier. And then throughout the day, that like battery just like slowly just goes down and down and down. And then you're at the end of the day, you're completely empty and the willpower doesn't exist. That's also why during the week you can eat really clean. And then the weekend comes and you're like, it's a free for all, right? Like our willpower, when we depend solely on our willpower, we don't have the energy to sustain because it's a limited resource. So we might begin focusing on a goal, like the beginning of the year, right? Like we begin 2022, like, yeah, let's go. And then slowly we take that descent. That's because we're relying way too much on willpower. It quickly fades, right? So think about it. Like if you have a goal to learn Spanish, you can't learn Spanish in one afternoon. That's just not possible, right? If you want to run a marathon, you're not just going to train once for it. It takes time. You have to use those time keys and you can't depend on that willpower. So willpower is going to get you off to a strong start, but maintaining it is a level of self-discipline that is so challenging. Like we're pleasure seeking beings. Like we love pleasure. We seek pleasure and avoid pain. So we can't solely focus on willpower and discipline. Make sense. So a time key is a tie between your intended action and a particular point in time. So if you have an achievement goal, if you want to achieve something by the end of the year, that's a very, like, that's a very clear time key, right? Like I'm going to start today and by the end of 2022, I'm going to be debt-free. And this was my plan, right? It's really that simple. Our brain just likes to overcomplicate it. If you're working on a habit goal, there might be a day or time of the week that you will be doing the goal consistently. Make sense? So if you want to work out three times a week, instead of relying on your willpower to get you to actually go to the workout, make it specific. It's like, all right, I am going to work out at 6.15, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at blah, 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 gym. Like that is like, gives your brain so much more to focus on. It's clear. You know what time it is. You know where it is. It's like, all right, let's go. But if you're just like, I'm just going to work out this week, it's most likely not going to happen. Any questions about time keys? So time key is going to help you with steady progress. So you can forget about relying on willpower. So willpower gets you like off the saddle, right? Or in the saddle, that's the saying, but the time key is what keeps you going. That's, that's what it is. Okay. And now we want to check in with how you're going to track your progress. So are you going to check in with it daily, which I highly recommend, um, you know, I mentioned 
writing your goal every day, if you write your goal every single day, like if you write down in your journal, like this is my goal, what do you think is going to happen? You're most likely going to hit it, right? Because you're keeping it right there. You're keeping it right in front of you. So you can write it in your journal. You can have it on your computer. Maybe you don't need to check in with it every day. Maybe it's like a weekly check-in. Maybe it's just once a month. But again, the more specific, what am I, what tool am I using? How often? And well, when will I review it? When you track your progress, you can make those necessary adjustments. Yes, where your energy flows, your focus goes. And again, this is just this process like regularly, like, okay, am I on track? Where am I at? What adjustments do I need to make? What's been hard about this? What's been easy about this? Okay, cool. I'm going to do more of what's easy. You know, where this is that halfway point, it doesn't have to be halfway point. It doesn't have to be the beginning of the year. You can do this practice anytime. Amazing. So good. So along with tracking progress, there's another important piece of accountability. Raise your hand or write in the chat. Like if you have said something to someone else and they've just like held you accountable or you were, you ended up doing the thing because you, you told someone else about it. Yeah. Right. Like we do that all the time. Like we are so much like so much more likely to do something when someone else knows about it. So we have this group that you can connect with someone in this group and become accountability buddies. You can ask your friend, you can ask your partner, but you want someone else to know about your goal and how you want to be checked in with, you know, maybe you don't want to check, maybe you don't want to text every day, but maybe it's like, Hey, at the end of the week, can you just see how I'm doing this? Yeah. Having someone keep me accountable was one of my action steps. Yes. So you can use someone in this group or you can ask someone else. Like it's really up to you. Um, but it is like, it is so, so, so important when you have that person that's like reflecting back what you want and checking in with you, you're going to do it. Accountability is so powerful. It's very hard to be held accountable to ourselves because again, that's relying on willpower. Okay. So good. Okay. So last piece, because as achievers, people that like to get shit done, we also love to say yes to everything. <laughs> I see Helena being like, yeah. <laughs> right. Guilty. I mean, show of hands. They say yes to everything. Uh-huh. It's hard. It's hard to say yes when we mean no. So I want to give you, if you need permission, I'm going to, I'm about to give you permission. Stop trying to do it all. I'm going to say it again. Stop trying to do it all. Because when you say yes to less, you end up getting more. So after this call, I really want you to sit with that. What is your hell yes list? And let me tell you, you better be at the top of that hell yes list. And what is your no list? Like what just doesn't serve you? What's going to get in the way of your goal that you no longer have time for? That's me and starting to feel performative. Yes. Less intentional, right? Like you're just saying yes, just to say yes. So make sure as you're doing this, that you spend that intentional time 
saying yes to what serves you and no to anything else. Any questions? Does anyone want to share their goal out loud? Who wants to share their goal out loud? Make it real. Let's do it. You don't have to come on the screen, but you can share your goal. It's very powerful speaking it out loud because now it's not just existing in your brain, on your paper, but you're speaking it into the world. You're speaking it into existence. All right. I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. <laughs> um, my main goal for 2022, or at least before 2022 ends, is that I reconnect with my family, but with intention of doing it not just like oh i'm gonna see them for a holiday okay cool but it's like what is it really doing for me if that makes sense yeah so i want to like reconnect with them in a much deeper level oh. and it doesn't matter like who, fa who what family means to you it, it can be the family you chose to be with or the family that is by blood whatever as long as it's family i intentionally want to reconnect with them Amazing. Amazing, Sunny. So what I would suggest for you and write down, write this down, um, get more specific on like what intentional connection looks like. So like I'm intentionally connecting with my family by doing X, Y, Z. Okay. See, like at like, cause you want to know, like, what does that actually mean to you? You want to be able to like explain it to a third grader. Like, this is what that actually looks like. Awesome. Anyone else want to share? I can share. Mm. Um, so I was um, diagnosed with pre-diabetes and um, I kind of made a, um, a deal with my doctor <laughs> and said that I would um, give it what a um, hundred days, but I mean, I'm kind of stretching it a hundred days um, to bring down my um, glucose levels of the hemoglobin, um, by doing whatever I needed to do. So, um, that's my goal. Awesome. So. Well, is that, is that a coincidence that you have a hundred behind you? <laughs> yeah, that's my work. That's okay. My work. Well, there's so, subliminal messages all around you. Okay. So for I know, you, isn't that funny? That's, no, no. I mean, that's amazing. Like in your zoom screen, a hundred is literally, I, I want to get rid of that. That's really, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we need to make a hundred that like actually inspires you. Yes. Um, so what I would suggest is get even more specific. Like what are the steps that you're going to take to lower your glucose? So right. That's where, then you can, you know, you can spend time like looking at what that is. Like that might mean meal prepping on Sunday. That might mean like, instead of having a banana, cause it's high in sugar, I'll have berries cause they're lower in sugar content. So it's just like things like that of just being like, I don't even have to think about it. I don't have to spend any time researching like how much sugar is in this. Cause I've already done the pre-work. Yeah. And yeah. I even have it like set up my meals, like three days at a time, you know, like awesome. this is what I'm going to do and just know that. So. Yes. Right. Like the smaller you make it, you're like, all right, like I can just do three Cause a week might that. be just not realistic. Yeah. And, and <laughs> if you try three days and you're like, Whoa, three days is too much. Start with one. 
yeah. plan just 24 hours in advance, but like you won't know until you play around with it. So thank you for sharing. That's a great example. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. Anyone else want to share? Mwah. Bye, Sierra. Okay. Anyone else? Last, last opportunity to share. Okay. All right, my friends. So any other questions, anything that has come up? because now I want to switch gears and share with you all um, something that I've been working on that like, this is just like a little nugget of something much bigger. So if you don't have any questions, I'll share with you um, the mind over matter method, because this process that I just walked you through is a tiny little nugget of what I love to do in this group program. So I want to offer this to all of you because this work is a game changer. I created this program and launched it in, um, what was it? November. And I have a group going through it right now and they're ending at the end of this month. So I'm um, creating a new group and I wanted to invite you all to be a part of it. So I'm actually going to walk you through kind of what the mind over matter method is because it is a, I feel like the word, I don't want to say it's like life-changing, but like life-giving, like this program helps you connect with parts of yourself and then other women that are also going through similar challenges and obstacles. And you create this community, you create this support that like fills you up. And there's no words to describe what happens when you do connect on that deeper level. So um, I will send you all of this too, so you can read about what the mind over matter method is, but I kind of want to walk you through what is entailed in the program because what's really important is having the space, the container to work on the challenges and obstacles that we face on a daily basis and have a place to learn and grow from them instead of just like push them aside. So what I walk you through is a six month journey. It's a whole experience of transformation. So we always start with a foundational piece of a healthy and happy body and mind, because if we don't have a vessel, a container that is healthy, and happy, it is really hard to have the mindset to achieve the things that we want to achieve in our life. So I love to start with the basics. I start with the foundation. We get into habits, we get into rituals, help you really feeling good from the inside out. Cause when you're feeling good from the inside out, it is so much easier to take action on the things that you truly desire. And through this process, you teach yourself how to put yourself first and stop saying yes to everyone else and saying yes to yourself. So once we go through the foundation, which is one month, the next month we focus on mindset. So I teach you how to truly manage your mind so you can get the things that you want. A lot of it is unlearning. A lot of it is becoming aware of old patterns and old way of thinking. So we can start thinking intentional about our life. And we spend a whole month working on our mindset because that is the key. Like our brains have the power to create the reality that we want in our life, but it's not that simple. Like we hear all the time, like your thoughts create your reality, which is true, but that also requires some very deep work with your thoughts and a container to work through your thoughts. So you can create the reality that you want. So that's the next month. Um, the month after that is all about your feels. So we live in a society that does not celebrate emotions. I was in a eight week, um, mom school, like new moms. We have our babies are all the same age. And I can't tell you how many times 
I heard someone apologize for crying or just talking about feeling an emotion. And I'm like, our emotions are so powerful. We want to have the space to actually feel them and process them because they are incredible communication pieces. And we often don't have the container that we feel safe to do that. Um, the next month is goal cultivation. So you kind of got a, a teaser into what that looks like, but I walk you through start to finish the process of creating a goal and then achieving it at the end. So this was kind of like a little, um, refresh of like a mid year, but I walk you through a eight step, a nine step process that really helps you get clear on your goals and the direction you want to go. Um, and then we get into thriving relationships and healthy boundaries, because that without having healthy boundaries, it's very hard to do the things that we want to do. Especially if you're someone that says yes to everything else and no to yourself, this one is a game changer. Um, when you have healthy boundaries and thriving relationships, it creates such harmony in your life. And then the last month we spend on confidence and looking into the future. Um, with self-confidence, it's learning how to have your own back. And when we do that, we create incredible results in our life. Um, when we don't have self-confidence, it makes everything so much harder. When we don't have our own back, we end up falling back into old patterns. We end up distracting ourselves. We end up doing things that we don't want to do a lot of self-sabotage, you know, when fear and self-doubt come up, but when you learn how to have that self-confidence, you have your back no matter what. And you really learn how to navigate the negative thoughts that are in your mind and you help transform that relationship with yourself. So these are the missions and I call them missions because each month is like a new level that you get to. Um, but what's really fun about this program is you can go at your own pace and learn all of these, these concepts. And then you come to a call similar to this once a week, and you can talk about the, um, the concepts or you can get coaching. So I get to coach you live. Um, I have another co-coach, Alicia, who will also be on the calls. And it's just an opportunity to get unstuck, to get unblocked. If you have these negative thoughts and you need help working through them, this is the container to do it. So this, I'll send over all this information to you um, so you can spend more time reading it and diving deeper into it because it really breaks down um, the the nuts and bolts of the program, but I wanted to share this with all of you for um, taking the time to recalibrate your goals and re-envision your 2022. And this program can help you do that. So uh, does anyone have any questions about the program? Yeah, Brittany, how many spots are you taking for the June cohort? Great question. Uh, 20. So I keep the group small because not everyone attends all the calls. So you basically have a coaching opportunity um, every single week. And I keep the container small so everyone can have an opportunity to get coached and to learn from each other. Good question. Well, I just want to thank you all so, so much for being here, taking the time to do this. Um, the next steps, what they look like will be um, access to the replay, which you will receive tomorrow. Um, you'll get an email with this special offer. So if you have any interest in joining this group in June, I would love to have you be a part of it. Even just showing up, watching the replay of this call, I know that you would be an awesome fit um, to be a part of this community 
community. Um, and then you're also going to get a couple of accountability check-ins from me. So I want to make sure that you have someone that you're checking in with regularly, um, with your goal, but I'm also going to pop in your inbox and just like, just check in and see how, how the progress is going. Cause I want to make sure that you feel supported, um, at the end of the year. So you can be on the lookout for that. You'll get an email right after this um, with all of this information that I shared. You'll also get the slides in the replay. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, my friend, the secret's out. The Doors to the Mind Over Matter Method program is officially open. They are open. Now, just imagine, what if you could put mind over matter and start living life on your terms? What if someone can guide you off that hamster wheel of self-sabotage so you can start experiencing the life that you actually want to live. Just imagine jumping out of bed when you wake up because you're excited about the day. No special occasion needed. Imagine living from an empowered state so you can say no to what no longer serves you and yes to yourself without worrying about what other people may think. Imagine just making small changes, implementing small changes that ultimately add up and make a big difference. This is how you no longer take your well-being and put it at a later date. It's time to make yourself a priority. I have relaunched my signature coaching program, the Mind Over Matter Method, and the doors are officially open. Now, the program starts in June, but people are signing up for it now, and I want you to get in on the action. If you love the content of this podcast, I take everything that we talk about and I teach you how to do it regularly and daily so you can create the results that you want in your life. We start with foundational elements like creating healthy habits and rituals and understanding your values of who you are in this world and understanding why, why you want to be this person. I teach you all the steps you need in strategic order so you can have the framework to build an intentional life. If you want to consciously create your life, this is now the time. I'm going to help teach you these life-altering skills that have absolutely changed my life, and I want to help you change yours. Now, there's no quick fix here, like I said, but this is has the power to change your life life. It is no secret that our mind determines the type of life that we live. And I help bridge that gap. I help you get to where you are, to where you want to go. Learning how to bridge the gap between your thoughts and your emotions and taking aligned action is the key to living the life that you have always dreamed of. Not what other people dream for you, but you. It helps you tap into those deep desires and I help you create the path to get there. So if you, this sounds like something that you want to get in on, click the link in the show notes to learn more and join the group program. It would just be so fun to have you in this program. Now, if you're unsure if the program is the right fit for you or you have questions, don't forget you can hop on a call with one of our beautiful support squad members and we would just love to have you in the program. Doors are officially open now and they close on May 27th. So if this is something that you've been wanting to do or it sounds like something that you know would help you, let's go. Let's fucking go, my friend. I'm so, so excited to see you in the program. Thank you.